This is BC Worldwide, a podcast of overseas instruction and counseling. We report on the biblical counseling movement around the world. I'm your host, Andrew Rogers. Today, I highlight biblical counseling training and how God uses it to grow his church worldwide. I had the privilege recently of speaking with two pastors, Oscar and Franco, from the Philippines. So glad to be here with uh, Oscar and Franco from the wonderful country of the Philippines. And if you guys could just introduce yourselves, it'd be great. Go ahead, Oscar. Okay, okay, go ahead. Great day. I'm uh, uh, Franco Ferrer. I serve as one of the pastors at International Baptist Church of Manila. I serve as the pastor of discipleship for the last six years and also serving as director for I Disciple Philippines. I've been married for uh, 10 years and ha- we have one kid, CJ, who's nine. And can you, uh, you, had, you mentioned I Disciple? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and- I di- yeah, basically, I Disciple is a small organization that helps local churches in the Philippines and outside to uh, train and equip gospel centered disciples of all nations. So, I Disciple has been uh, running f- uh, for more than a decade. And once again, you've been at your church how long? Uh, we've been in the church for more than six years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very good. Oscar, how about you? Uh, good day. Uh, my name is Oscar Villa. I serve as one of the pastors at High Rock Christian Church uh, in Quezon City, Metro Manila. <clears throat> I've, uh, I've been married uh, for 23 years and uh, six days. <laughs> <laughs> We, we celebrated our anniversary uh, last Sunday. That's great. I, Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Praise, praise Happy the Lord anniversary. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Um, uh, I have uh, a son and um, uh, Ezra. He's, uh, turn, he's 20, turning 22. And uh, my daughter Priscilla is graduating from high school. Um, their graduation cer- ceremony is at 10 o'clock. <laughs> and it's going to be online. And uh, she's, uh, yeah, we have to live with the fact that it's online. Sure. And, uh, she's a little, you know, she's, she's sad about that. She, she wants to meet her friends. So when you say 10 o'clock, are we talking like within the hour? Yep. yep. Wow. All right. Well, we better talk about some of these things pretty quickly then. We don't, we yeah. don't want you to miss that. <laughs> yes. Um, at, as, as part of a high rock Christian church, I've, uh, I've been in uh, part of the pastoral staff for 17 years now, uh, I have the privilege of uh, ministering to, uh, to a cell group of, of men, uh, encouraging them in God's word and uh, seeing them, of course, grow into maturity and discipleship. Uh, we've also had the opportunity to, to, to see the power of God in his word, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and, and in the gospel transform um, the way they think, uh, the way they live, uh, the way they you know, see God's grace in their marriages. Uh, I also have the privilege of uh, uh, overseeing the children's Sunday school ministry, uh, even if that's 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 online. I, I've been preparing videos for the for the children. It's uh, it, and, and we really, really, really want to point the 
the children as well to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you uh, at High Rock, you have a, a biblical counseling ministry there. Is that yes, correct? Yes, yeah. we yeah. Um, We're really so could... grateful to uh, OIC. Um, in the early 2000s, we, we, had, um, we had the biblical counseling conference. We had Dr. Wayne Mack come over and do a whole week uh, biblical counseling training for, uh, for, a, for a large, large number. It was a, so it was a conference. And uh, we're so glad that we met um, uh, Dr. Wayne Vanderveer. Uh, and uh, we had our, we, we had those four modules on biblical counseling training. How oh, those, the, those modules, by the way, they were such a challenge because you had three days straight, three whole days. They had this every, every six months. That was quite a challenge for <laughs> us. <laughs> but uh, so, so very, very fruitful because uh, even our members were equipped to do counseling. So we're glad that, uh, that the Lord brought that uh, to, our, to our church and enable us also to uh, encourage others to do the same. It wasn't just for our church. We were able to open that to other churches as well. Yeah. And Franco, you've, also, you, you and your church, and you've certainly been exposed to biblical counseling training, and uh, even most recently, uh, you were a student of mine uh, through yes. the Presbyterian <laughs> Theological Seminary. Yeah, and uh, so, yeah, tell maybe just help me understand a little bit about as you've gone through the training, just how has that impacted your life? Uh, your relationships and then also your ministry. Mm. Uh, it's it's all God's uh, providence. It was around 2018 uh, where it's it's it actually started with I Disciple when we were looking for a resource speaker for uh, one of our mentorings in person, and uh, we the the title of the training is. Uh, the gospel, the local church, and depression. And I was looking in Facebook and looking for um, a resource speaker who's adhering to biblical counseling. And God was gracious and he has led us to biblical soul care training. And that's where I found uh, Pastor Oscar, who's actually leading it here. And uh, from there, we, uh, we tag team and... <laughs> And just uh, had one day uh, uh, training in, uh, in our local church. And we had more than 350 people uh, came over from different denominations. And we were thrilled when, when that took place. And from there, we challenged who among those uh, participants on that day would be willing to go through uh the modules and by god's grace around 95 people so that was september when the training uh, took place then october until november we we finished module one together with pastor oscar and uh, pastor jones as well so so from there uh I, I i also extended that training to uh some of our leaders in the local church and uh, it actually just materialized last year where in our church, we started a biblical counseling uh, ministry out of uh, the pandemic. Uh, it has blessed uh, not just our church, but me personally to see that there is a ministry that really uh, caters for 
uh, the local church and allows the word of God to simply speak, transform, and change someone's life and allowing even myself to be an instrument of his grace for men and women who are broken and struggling uh, currently. It has also blessed my wife. So my wife and I are committed to biblical counseling in our local church and even an I disciple. And we are extending it even to other local churches. Uh, as a matter of fact, we are uh, doing every other month webinar uh, and Zoom and just making it available and free for, for churches who are seeking to learn more about biblical counseling and uh, those who are uh, currently uh, learning on how to walk and navigate in, in this season of pandemic. Yeah, and you both had talked a little bit about the pandemic and certainly the challenges that have come with that. And so you've had biblical counseling training in your midst for some time. And then here comes this incredible experience of life for the entire world uh, that has been called the pandemic. And that has uh, certainly given cause and way for a lot of us to recognize what we believe and then how do we then navigate these circumstances um, based on our, our belief system, our theology, and so on and so forth. So, yeah, here you have churches, you've done some training in biblical counseling, you are experiencing the pandemic. What have been some of the challenges for you guys? I guess um, it's it's also well, primarily, I guess, ourselves being able to address uh, how, how we're thinking about it, uh, how, how we're feeling about what's going on, because um, the, the shift, it's not just shifting modalities early on the first few months to go, doing something online, but uh, not being able to, to see brethren face to face and to minister to them as we used to. Uh, and, and, and having that, that, that fellowship, in-person fellowship, as well as uh, the usual being able to encourage one another in each other's presence that was a struggle um for us uh and uh, coming to terms with okay this is also part of what god in his sovereignty has brought about so how are we going to respond so so that's personal and and and, and recognizing that we are need i i i realize that i have i have need of god's word in my life so that i continue to reframe and reorient myself i have to keep on asking myself uh, why am i responding in this way uh, am i am i viewing what's happening from a biblical perspective this is this it's one thing for something to happen for a day a week perhaps a month but it's something when it's really prolonged and uh, what what did the scriptures say what what did the scriptures say to my soul and of course if that's happening to me being aware of that i have to think about what's happening also to the people around me to my family to the members of uh, of our church, um, we 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 lost a dear sister within the first three weeks three weeks of the quarantine uh, due to COVID, and her husband uh, her her husband. I, I mean, he didn't think it was anything. He brought her to the hospital, you know, just to get her checked, 
and then they, 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 they the, the doctor said, we have to admit her. Okay. And we have to admit you too. And he said, but I don't feel anything. We have to admit you too. And they had to be separated. And um, so every day we, we were waiting for news. We were praying. Um, and, and, and just the, just the waiting what's happening. And then she passed. And then we were wondering what is going to happen to her, her husband, a brother, a member of the church. And we found out that he was intubated and, you know, we didn't know how long that was going to go. It was like touch and go. We didn't know what was going to happen. So the entire church was just praying and dealing with that. And, and then after she passed, just the, just the grief and the loss and wondering uh, what are we going to do? Um, the reason why we were greatly affected was by, by her death is because she's the first deaf member of our church. And because of her, we have a ministry to the deaf. And uh, I, I was also overseeing that ministry. And I struggled with what am I going to do now? And I had to deal also with the grief and the loss. And, and turning to God's word was, was so very, very important. And of course, there are other, uh, other people that, that we, we, we know within our sphere who, who got infected, members of the church. How are we going to minister them? They got admitted to the hospital. How are we going to support them and their families? Just uh, all of that and um, ministering to people, encouraging them. And it's been important to, to look to God's word and to continue to serve and to recognize that these are opportunities that God is providing for us to, to minister and to serve one another. So, so through to the challenges, we're seeing also that particular feature of biblical soul care, which we so appreciate, that's, that's centered in the scriptures and that's right there in the local church where brethren come alongside and, and do what they can to support one another. Yeah, that's a very difficult situation to go through uh, for a family, let alone for an entire church family. And to be equipped in the scriptures and the use of the scriptures and being able to comfort one another uh, makes a church uh, what it's supposed to be, a place where we walk through very difficult times with one another. Uh, it's, it's one of the greatest hopes that we have when we're in fellowship is that we never have to go through a difficult circumstance alone and that there's always somebody there to walk through it. So uh, that's just a wonderful testimony of, of God's grace with you and in your church. Um, Franco, just turning to you uh, and thinking about some of the other challenges that you have faced uh, through the pandemic. So what, what are some things that your church has have, had to uh, navigate? To, just to add to what uh, uh, Pastor Oscar just mentioned. So the lockdown has uh, forced uh, our church to uh, go online and um, I think one of the uh, affected uh, uh, generation, for example, in our church are the young adults. The young adults who are, are currently at work and currently working from home. And um, um, so, so they started to have this Zoom fatigue <laughs> that they are just meeting people online and via Zoom. And it's hard for them to... Uh, just simply navigate uh, how long is this going to be. So many young adults came to us and said, uh, 
it's just Kuya Franco, our older brother. Uh, Kuya Franco, I, uh, we need to meet. And I told him, we can't at this time. We are in lockdown. <laughs> so, so let's take time right now to appreciate technology and use Zoom or Messenger or call or text and use that as a platform to exhort and encourage one another. And uh, I've, I've uh, resonated with their um, struggles and uh, we thank God for uh, how his word provided steadfastness, how his word allowed um, uh, God's people, especially our young adults, to, to see how the sovereignty of God uh, works and gives you the confidence to uh, walk in, in, in this season, not just by yourself, but uh, together with the local church. So by God's grace, as, uh, uh, as our young adults are experiencing those struggles, they also saw the great need to be part of a small group or a Bible study group. So um, God has just brought up uh, couples Bible studies, young adults Bible studies, and even for senior adults that would meet every Sunday after uh, uh, our online service and, and just pour out where they are and uh, learn on how we can pray together, learn on how we can exhort God's word faithfully and, and again and again point each other to the sufficiency of Christ and point them to the hope that we already have in him. And I, I also thank God for the leaders in our church who've, um, who stood up and learned how to abide and to remain in Christ, especially in this season. And my wife and I are encouraged to see them growing, that uh, they're, they're starting to see also that uh, biblical counseling is really discipleship. <laughs> so so it's, it's walking with people, learning on how to care for them, learning how to love them, and, and learning to admit the struggles and understanding that in Christ, uh, there's a great remedy. There's a great remedy that uh, he provides for, for, for all those who are in him. So, yeah, we, we thank God. Despite of the lockdowns, actually, we're still in lockdown, right, Pastor Oscar? So, um, and in religious gathering, we are just allowed uh, 30%. Okay. But for restaurants, for Alfresco, they're allowed for 50%. That's funny, right? So, <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Our government uh, <laughs> sees that restaurants are more important than church uh, gatherings. But um, we, we learn also to navigate in those things and learn, learn, pray and learn how to uh, encourage our church members. Because uh, others would say, Pastor, when are we going to church? And it's like telling them, okay, uh, here we go again. <laughs> let's let's just uh, take this. Step. Actually, uh, one of the blessings also of uh, this lockdowns, we've we've started doing Zoom home visitations, <laughs> and uh, it's it's uh, just amazing how God opened uh, homes for a time of ministering in prayer. So, so that's, that's, that's uh, many of the testimonies that God has done and in our church. Yeah, that's great. That's really great to hear. May I say also, uh, Brother yes. Andrew, um, 
uh, Pastor Franco and his team, uh, I, I'd like just to, uh, to, to, to point out how they responded to this, uh, to this situation. They ran a conference last year. It's the you know, first that I've ever experienced. They ran a conference last year. I discipled it uh, late last year. And of, of all things, I was really, <laughs> I was really stunned by this, because they 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 wanted the, the conference to 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 focus on gospel holiness and said, "Wow, a lot of people would think that's not really relevant, <laughs> because maybe you'd want something to to talk about in in terms of COVID." But they they had an online conference which was wonderful. I mean, that was, um, they they made use of technology and this made it available. To, to, to a wider wider audience because they were able to have people outside of our country participate in that. Uh, and that was, um, I thought that was amazing, the, the use of the um, online, uh, I mean, the communications technology to be able to make that conference uh, uh, a means to minister to others and to other churches. And that just equipping them with God's word. I, I thought that was a wonderful response uh, of I disciple under uh, Pastor Frank. Yeah, it's great to hear just how you guys have taken advantage of the time and uh, minister didn't stop proclaiming the gospel, didn't stop proclaiming Christ, making them known. And that's, that's just wonderful to hear. Uh, I really appreciate you guys in your ministry. And uh, I know one of the challenges that uh, we have faced in the United States, and I think you shared that a little bit too uh, when you and I were talking a little bit ago, uh, Oscar, was just mental health, the idea of mental health. Uh, and certainly that's become a very prominent topic. And uh, while it, it's probably top, I mean, it probably tops the headlines even without a pandemic, it, it certainly uh, got there, uh, surged up there even more so with the pandemic. Uh, so you were talking to me a little bit about some of the challenges that have come as a result of that. Um, yes, because uh, <clears throat> because of the observations regarding depression, mental health, uh, having to work from home in some cases, or being, uh, uh, in, in some cases, some people were isolated. They were by themselves for a long period of time. The only contact they had were was with with, with people, perhaps. That, that they would meet in the, either in the grocery, the supermarket, that the people they didn't know, or people who would deliver their food and, and all of that. Um, and, and for people, for, for families who are not used to being together in their homes for a long period of time, that, uh, that, that caused uh, a lot of trouble <laughs> for many because they, <laughs> they realize that they're, they, they don't really know the members of their family and just being together, you know, uh, sinners against sinners. Of course, they didn't realize that. And so, if so they didn't many, know about many, sin before then, they certainly <laughs> knew about sin after that, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, it, but, but um, most of the time, they'd be pointing to someone else's sin. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> and uh, so, a lot of the psychology, psychiatry began to come out. Yeah people from, you know, pushing mental health and their webinars, seminars, workshops, even churches who are hosting these, uh, these events. And we understand that they really want to be able to, to meet the needs. Um, it's, it's, it's really important to, 
to grow in this area and, and to be able to let other people know that that the scriptures are sufficient, uh, that Christ is sufficient, that here is the here is the gospel of grace, and here is what we need for all things regarding pertaining to life and godliness. So uh, that's another thing which is which really encouraged me from uh, what it is that Pastor Franco and his uh, and his team have been doing, like making this uh, available, continually mentoring others in this area as well. Well, we certainly want to. Uh... One, just praise God for both of you men and the ministries that God has given you. And you guys uh, certainly share stories of God's grace. And that's just fun to be a part of, fun to hear about. And uh, and would love to talk with you even more uh, and love to hear more stories uh, just about what God has been doing. Uh, Both of you seem like uh, you get pretty excited about the things that God does. And so that's good. And uh, you have a genuine love for the church, genuine love for uh, God's people, genuine love for the word, and certainly for the God of the word. And so that's really uh, great to see and and uh, excited to just see how God uses you, continues to use you through as the pandemic continues to wear on a bit. And as uh, you experience some more freedoms, but just what uh, church life and life for many people is going to look like. Outside of that, uh, you know that God is sufficient, and you know that His resources are, and and so that uh, provides much confidence and much hope through it all. So, as we think a little bit more about your ministries, and we uh, end our time together, how how can we be praying for you and your churches, your home life and ministry? How can we be praying for you? Um. Pray for for me and my wife as we uh, navigate in this uh, uh, season that that our lives will be shaped and be grounded by God's truth. Just just also to um, um, mention, Doctor Rogers, that uh, in in your subject that I that I took at BTS, there's this uh, assignment like project for growth, sanctification project, and and let me just comment that that helped me to uh, navigate in this uh, season where, you know, because doing biblical counseling for others, it's easy to just exhort, admonish, and pray for people. And there's a tendency for biblical counselors to actually uh, see also your need for God's grace. And uh, the Lord has been gracious to, uh, to, to, to leave my, my wife and I to... to uh, reflect and ponder about our daily great need for God's grace on a daily basis. Because, um, yeah, we, we, we have all these trainings and stuff, but we can have this, uh, what's this, the dissolution of strength where you think, okay, now I'm equipped with all these things, then I'm ready to go on. And, uh, you know, just speak the truth, love one another and encourage one another. But then, wait, how's my communion with God? How's, how's my delighting in him? How's, uh, uh, what are the things that I still need to put off and put on? So the, the sanctification project just allowed me and my wife to, uh, to uh, take a little time <laughs> to uh, uh, see who we are in the scripture, be reminded of who we are in Christ, and uh, uh, see the, val- the value and the importance of 
walking in him so that uh, from there, there's an overflow on how you're going to minister to other men and women. So, so be praying for, for my wife and I, and also my son. Uh, he, so he's growing fast and he has a lot of questions. Um, by the way, his name is uh, CJ Calvin John. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, actually, CJ is uh, Pastor Oscar's uh, counselor one time. <laughs> So, so pray for our family as 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 we walked uh, with him, and as we uh, walk with with others. Pray also for our local church. You know, uh, to be honest with you, there's, I believe there are, there are still few people who are not sold out with biblical counseling, but it's okay. Uh, we 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 still uh, move and just graciously encourage them to participate and be part of it. So, so be praying for for our leadership. Our, our church, uh, as, as I, I, I actually told Pastor Oscar that when we started launching uh, the biblical soul care in our ministry, we had more people outside from our local church who were taking advantage of the ministry. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so be praying for, for, for our church as well and uh, for opportunities to train and encourage other local churches. So, that's my end. Absolutely. I think a common theme um, both from both of you, and I, I think is, and is also true for me and all of us in ministry, is Paul's admonition, encouragement to Timothy that we would keep a close watch on ourselves and on our teaching, and that we would do this regularly, that we'd persist in this, for by so doing, we'll save both ourselves and our hearers. And so uh, with that, I think the great encouragement we have as well is uh, recognizing that God can do far more abundantly than all we could ever ask or think according to the power that's at work within us. And so to him be the glory. So I appreciate the time with you guys, and we will definitely lift you up in prayer and may God continue to glorify himself through you, your homes, and your churches. This is BC Worldwide, a podcast of overseas instruction and counseling. You can learn more about the biblical counseling movement around the world at bcworldwide.org. If you'd like to know more about the ministry of OIC, go to our website, discoveroic.org. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. But before you go, I'd like to share some exciting developments at OIC. One of them is this. We have recently launched a counseling ministry to missionaries and relief workers. And so if you would like to know more about that, visit our website and click on the Need button. If you'd like to receive regular updates on God's grace through biblical counseling, please sign up to be an OIC insider by clicking the Pray button on our website. And also, will you consider giving? Giving to the efforts of OIC to train biblical counseling trainers around the world? If so, you can provide it electronically through our website by clicking the Give button. I'll share with you more about God's grace next time at BC Worldwide.